Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey everybody, this is John Driscoll from The Guiding Light. I play Coop, Henry Cooper Bradshaw. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio with Matt and Nabelle. Keep it tuned in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to our second show of the day here on BWR. We are your hosts, Matthew Preston and Navelle J. Lee, coming to you live right now. It's 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, here on blogtalkradio.com. We're going to be joined by Arlen Escarpeta, who's going to be in the new remake of the Friday the 13th movie here in just a few seconds. But let's bring on the co-host himself. Matthew Preston, who's at the gym. <laughs> How do you know? You, you can actually you hear it. Hopefully you guys can hear me okay, because I am broadcasting live from my 24-7, giving a little props to Club Julian right now. Uh, yeah, I, I found the easiest machine. I, I Actually, tonight is a glutes night, so I had to work on my hamstrings and glutes. You guys know what I'm talking about. The behind, that's what I'm working on. So, uh-huh. yeah, that's what I'm, you know, so I found, like, a really easy machine to loosen cows and to work on those glutes and talk to you guys at the same time. So I'm killing two birds with one spoon. That's right. That's right. And I also have to say that if you did not listen to our show earlier, you should listen to it. It was a fun time. We had Alan Thicke and Eric Braden on our show earlier this um, this this afternoon, actually at 11.30 a.m., if I uh, say that correctly, 11.30 a.m., so earlier this morning, this morning into the afternoon. And I legendary. I have to say, I was, I'm still completely and utterly floored by the, the show from this afternoon, especially with Eric, because, wow, all I can say is wow. I, you really, you have to listen to it. And I, I got emails about it, and they were like, I have to say, after listening to it, I, I like Eric Braden now more than ever. And right. So that's, that's the hugest thing I've ever, that's the hugest compliment ever, so Definitely, definitely check this out earlier. We will have a, a complete and edited version of the show if you don't want to fast forward and do all the fast forward and everything. So we will have an edited version for you guys that will be aired later on on Saturday, I believe. So make sure you guys check that out. And it looks like, if I'm not mistaken, we may have on a little return visit from one of my favorite ladies in daytime, one of my favorite ladies in daytime, who I'm crushing on right now, Eileen Davidson will be back. Really? That's so cool. Oh, yeah. We love talking to her the first time, so hope she comes we'll back. We'll be back again, so I'll make sure you guys check out for a date for that. It's going to be between the 10th and the 12th, so I will definitely uh, I'll get, let you guys know about that. But our guest for the evening is on the line right now. It's Mr. RMS Carpeta, who's going to be in the remake Friday the 13th movie that's actually on. Friday the 13th. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How's it going? It's good, man. And I have to I have to start off by saying this because I said I was going to do it earlier today and <laughs> I have to I have to do it. When I got the email about you coming on to the show, it actually said in the email, you are the only black character in the movie that makes it, that almost makes it towards the end of the film. I was like, what the <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the freak? 
You know why? Like, because 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 the the the, the, the you know the the long going ongoing joke. If you're doing a horror yes, movie, if there is if there's a black character, for the most part, you know we we kind of go early. So you know, I'm, 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 break, I'm breaking new ground here. And I told my publisher, I said, you know what? I don't have a problem if that's how you guys want to pitch it just because, you know, it, it's funny and, and it, you know, it's all in jest and, you know, it's fun. So, yeah, I was cool with it. That's pretty cool. No, actually, I saw in the trailer that – oh, that's, there you go. I saw in the trailer. That's again, just to let you know, you, might, you guys might be hearing noises all around me. But we, it looks like your character – might get axed in the back of the head by Jason. Is that correct? I don't know what you can tell us, but that's what it looks like. Could be. Could be. Can't can't <laughs> tell you much. Can't tell you much. Uh gotta go watch. There's a <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I I can't I can't tell you anything, but I definitely I'll say this. My my whole sequence with Jason is, is definitely one of the highlights of the movie for sure. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely one of the highlights. I, mean, I think people people are definitely gonna root for my character. You're gonna love Lawrence. Um, I mean, he, he's fun. He, 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 it, was, it was fun to play him. It'd be fun to be him at a party because I'm not Lawrence, but it would be fun to be him at a party just for a couple of nights. Just for a couple of nights? That's yeah, it. just for a couple of nights. <laughs> okay. All right. And you working with uh, some some nice, wonderful, talented people in this movie. Uh, I see Jared Paladecki and yeah. Daniel Pennebaker in this film as well. I mean, it's I mean, as a cast, man, we just we just had a great time. We filmed in Austin. They flew us out there like two weeks early, and I mean, we 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 worked hard and no, see, we, we partied hard and worked even harder. <laughs> I there mean, you go. Around. <laughs> but yeah, we had a great time. I mean, Jared was great. Danielle, Travis, Aaron, Ryan, Willa. Uh, I mean, uh, Juliana. I mean, we we had a great, 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 great time. Um, uh, I think I left the movie with uh, probably about, I think yeah, like six or seven brand new best friends. So it, it was it was a good time. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. Now Friday the Thirteenth, it is the whole series has always scared me ever since I was a little kid. I was always afraid, of Jason. How afraid were you? Were you scared at times? Were you like really getting freaked out? I'm gonna tell you what freaked me out. What freaked me out was the when we were shooting nights and. Derek, uh, who played Jason, Derek Mears, he uh, he's in his full Jason stuff from like from like head to toe. It's five, four or five o'clock in the morning. We're deep, deep, deep in the woods in Texas. They don't have to set the mist like you know, like you know, to make it look scary. The mist is already there, and it's it's just an eerie thing, man. To where to, to where you can hear every animal creeping and crawling through the woods. I mean, it was just. And you know, like just just standing there and looking at it all and seeing, you know, taking it all in, it was definitely like a little bit like, wow, I really wouldn't want to be out here if we weren't shooting a movie. <laughs> it was that intense. No, I'm, I'm, that- I, I mean, or I'm just a really big scaredy cat, but <laughs> I mean, one <laughs> or the other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice that you can admit that, because <laughs> I definitely would not. <laughs> but that that's the difference between you and I, I guess. I wouldn't say if I was scared out of my mind. I'd probably Dude, just... I'm telling you, man. I mean, I'm telling you, four o'clock in the morning in the woods. I mean, literally, where we. I mean, the the uh, the house where we were filming. Uh, they had a lake there. I mean, in the daytime, it's gorgeous. You're like, man, I'd love to hang out here. But the minute that sun goes down, that's when like you, you, the human psyche kicks in and you start second guessing. You know, okay, maybe I should stay by my trailer. Maybe I will stay where the lights are. You know, like you, you kind of get a little bit, a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit scared. So, 
Okay. It's just, yeah, no, and you know what? Being someone who's actually worked on a horror film before, I don't think a lot of people know how demanding it is. So how demanding was it for you? Dude, this, as much fun as we had, like I said, we worked hard. This movie was was definitely like 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 an up up uphill job. Um, I mean, aside, from, I mean, you, you're dealing with, with a franchise already, so there's so many particulars that you know that you have to make sure. You know, as a cast, we have to make sure that you know that we were on point with. You know what I mean? Like, especially for like the diehard fans, we couldn't just you know just jump in there and do anything we wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, the story had to be right. We have you know we had to play our parts. Um, so so that was definitely a challenge. And then I'll tell you what, man, the physicality of it, it is absolutely grueling. I mean, we shot nights majority of this film, and, I mean, I'm talking about from 5.45 in the afternoon, as soon as the sun goes down, till 7 o'clock in the morning when the sun comes up. We wouldn't get back to the hotel till around 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And, I mean, it really, really beat you up. I mean, it's, it's, it felt like the other jobs I had worked on before was vacation, and this was really work. <laughs> wow. Were you were you a fan of the original Friday the Thirteenth movie? Um, I've been a fan of horror movies in general since I was a little kid, even though I get scared in the woods and I admitted that. But I mean, in the safety of my house, I, I love horror movies, and I was definitely a Jason fan. Um, he's definitely one of my favorites. I, I remember I think I'm trying to think how old I was when I first when I first got first introduced to Jason. Um, I think my older sister and her friends like had some sort of like a. Uh, like a sleepover or something like that, and I got to, like, you know, stay in and, like, watch the movie or, you know, something like that. And, I mean, the dude is, is, is a beast, you know what I mean? Like, Jason, I think by he, – he stands alone as far as, like, you know, like the uh, the horror film characters go. And what I love about this movie, he's, he's still Jason that people remember, but it's almost like he's pissed off. Like, like, like we – like, like, yeah, you know, like 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 we did something wrong, and he's coming back even harder than you know than than the other movies. It's not, and and when, when okay. you see the movie, you'll see like he like he has like he has a chip on his shoulder this time. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like a <laughs> this <laughs> <You know>? time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. This time he has a chip on his shoulder. He, was, he didn't have a chip on his I mean, shoulder before. I like that. I don't, I don't know if you guys, like, have seen the shot in the trailer where one of the characters, like, you see, like, the back of her head, and she's, like, scrambling, like, like back. Like, you know, you can see the back yeah. of her head. And he's about 10 yards away, and he takes, like, a running start, and he cocks the machete back. I mean, like, for me, as a Jason fan, I've never seen that kind of intensity before from him. You know what I mean? And that's why I say it's almost like he's – like he like like he's he's out for blood. Yeah. He's out different, for blood. I mean, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. I'm gonna have to see this movie. Now yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm gonna, I have to see this. I I, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> just <laughs> just sitting here and hearing you talking about how Jason basically now has a chip on his shoulder. I have to see this movie. <laughs> I mean, I've been a, I've been a huge fan of Friday the Thirteenth. Always have been, always will be, and uh, you know I've seen I've seen Jason at his worst. And if you think that he's worse in this one, I have to check that. Yeah, out. I'm telling you, man. And, and as a cast, the crew, we're all completely like ridiculously excited about the movie. I mean, just in general. I mean, uh, Marcus Nispel, who directed the last Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which uh, uh, Brad um, Brad Fuller, Andrew Form, you know, like they they produced produce uh, the last. Uh, Texas Chainsaw, and they produced this one. 
these guys, I mean, they're completely dedicated, you know, to uh, to the genre, man. Like they, they don't cheat the fans. Um, you know, they they run things past the fanboys, and you know, like they don't just decide to to you know to to bring something like Friday the Thirteenth back without you know doing their homework and really putting in their all. So um, it's it's gonna be great, man. I think like the diehard fans, you're gonna watch the movie and you're gonna see little gems that they dropped in there for you if you know if you know the franchise really really well. And then for your general audience, you're just gonna fall in love with with the, with the series again. So I mean, I'm really excited about it. So would you actually consider this to be a true, more of a remake or really more of like a sequel in a way? Um, you know what? I don't think it's I, – I think it's almost like, 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 a re, like a reimagining. Okay, I have, I have the greatest analogy. Do you, guys, do, you, do you guys remember – you guys play Nintendo, right? Like remember old school Nintendo? Yeah. Of yeah. course. Okay, so you remember like how Mario Brothers 2, like the end of the game, it was all like a dream? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so imagine our movie, except it's almost like a, like a reimagining. We're not picking up where the last one left off, and we're not starting from the beginning. It's almost like, if you can imagine, Camp Crystal like, being completely like, you know, bought up by Donald Trump and a bunch of his rich friends, and like, there's a bunch of condos, but, and people, you know, people have their vacation houses there, but there's a small piece of land that's never been touched, and that's uh, Camp Crystal Lake. The, place, the area around it you know, has been populated. But that small little piece is still there. Like, you know, the house is still there. Um, his bed is still there. And he's still there. You know, a couple of people still live in the town. He doesn't bother them. They don't bother him. He's doing his own thing. And, of course, we show up, you know, having a good time, drinking beers, you know, partying with the girls and all that other good stuff. And, you know, as young, you know, good-looking cast doing these horror movies, we uh, get ourselves into some trouble, and we kind of ruffle the feathers. You know, we kind of, you know, bring them back from the dead, you know, so, so to speak. If you can imagine right. like that, it's a reimagining of, of, uh, of, of the, the, the Friday the 13th series. Okay. Pretty cool. And actually, it seems like in this day and age, especially with the remakes, from what we've seen, um, a lot of the characters, horror characters, are becoming so much smarter than, than the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, and, and you have to be, because the generation now, like, you know, like, I know, like, my little sister and her friends, if they watch this movie and one of the characters does something completely retarded, they're going to be like, oh, really? Like, that would really happen. But, you know, that's this day's generation. <laughs> so, like, you, know, you, you kind of you got to satisfy bo- both ends of the spectrum. You know, the diehard fans will definitely get what they want, and the new generation, you know, we, we want to make sure they love it, too. Exactly. Exactly. And you've worked with, I gotta, I gotta say, you worked with probably my favorite actor of all time, who I pretty much admire. You worked alongside Morgan Freeman before. Ah, right? dude. What was that like? I mean, that that had to be one of the most profound experiences ever. In that life. I'm gonna tell you, that was absolutely incredible for me. Um, when I auditioned for High Crimes. I walked in there to Mally Finn's office, and I had, like, you know, I, I, my hair was really long at the time. I had this big old afro, and, like, you know, I was really, really, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was really, really green at the time as far as acting goes. I was really just getting my feet wet, and Carl Franklin, the director, was there, and, like, I think I had, like, two, like, it was two lines at the audition. I did it, and they were like, so, are you willing to cut your hair? And I was like, yeah, you know, of course, and I was really excited about it. Heard nothing. Like, a month, two months went by, and then just completely out of blue, they, they called me and said, uh, you know, they booked me for the job. I started working a couple weeks, and when I got to meet Morgan Freeman, Ashley Judd, James Caviezel, like, when I tell you they were the absolute best 
type, you know, like, like you know, you, I look up to these people, you know what I mean? So when I met right. them, and I, I expected, you know, like these, like, you know, really big superstars, and instead I just got these incredibly nice, well-rounded, and they made me feel like, you know, like just, just comfortable because I was nervous, man. If you go back and watch the movie, I said my line so fast. <laughs> and, you know, I think I'm glad it still made it in there, but um, it, it was incredible, man. Morgan Freeman for me is definitely – uh, a staple and an icon in you know cinematic history just from from day one. You know what I mean? Like you can look at his, his body of work and it's it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely, I envy you now, man. That that you know I, <laughs> I do. Well, you know I do, but <laughs> never say never anymore in this in this day. Exactly. And age. That's all I'll say. That's all. So I, I, thought, I, I thought you could say you envy me because I, I got to I work with Jessica Alba too. I don't know. Ooh. Well, oh, yeah, I no, did know no, that, you, but... <laughs> but you can't switch. You got to stay with Morgan Freeman now. You can't switch. I can't, I can't say both. This is going to rub in now. That's nice. <laughs> you got a couple of indie films coming out, too. Is that right? Yeah, man. I've got a, I've got a Doughboys, which actually had a screening for the other night. Uh, that's getting picked up by BET. That's going to air in March. And then... Uh, the big one that I have is Rosalind, man. Rosalind is an incredible script. Uh, great, great, great cast. It's myself, uh, Trevor Morgan, Lou, Lou uh, Taylor Pucci, and, uh, and John Foster, and we put in some work, man. I mean, this script is absolutely incredible. When I read it, I read it, uh, I think, about maybe like two years ago. Met with the director. They lost their money. And literally right after I finished doing Friday the 13th, they thankfully got their money back, took another meeting, and – a couple of weeks later, we were out, all out in Dallas, like, you know, putting in work on the script. Um, and it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a doozy. I think it's going to hit the, uh, the festivals this year. So uh, you guys can definitely look for that one soon. It's called Rosalind. I hate, I hate whenever any movies do that. And actually, speaking of Friday the 13th, at the gym, the trailer's on right now. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> freaky. Seriously, definitely freaky. I don't know. Maybe you're like the, the you're my African-American counterpart, you know, with the, with the, the career. I don't know. I don't know. You, you could, could be, be doing like every. You never know, right? I could be. <laughs> they, they say everyone has a twin. They didn't say we have to look alike. I don't know. That's, That's true. true. Something I want to know. I guess I mean, I'm pretty sure you know about this whole Christian Bale blow up. You talked. You, you talked to us about working with you know, Ashley Judd, Morgan Freeman, all nice. What is your take on this whole Christian Bale as an actor? Like, what is your take on the Christian Bale thing? Oh goodness. You know what, man? <laughs> like for me, I, I think I think there, there, there's two sides to it. Um, I mean, I. I I, I think for for him to get to where he went in in, in that you know that that little clip that they've been showing, I think some a lot of stuff happened prior to that. You know what I mean? That that we weren't privy to. So that's one. Number two, I mean, as, as an actor, you definitely you know want to have you know a clear eye line. You know things like that. You know certain things like that is definitely like set etiquette. However, with that being said, there is you know a proper way to to to, to either voice your opinion. You know what I mean? Or, or make right. sure that that person gets the message, whether, you know, you go through the AD or, you know, and people have egos, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about in front of the camera and behind the camera. You know what I mean? We're all professionals, and we all think we're the best at what we do. So um, I think it's kind of unfair to, you know, to, like, you know, lay all the blame on him because I guarantee you there was something happening on the other side that we weren't privy to. But at the same time, like I said, there's definitely a right way to get, to get, to get, that, uh, get that point across. Exactly, and more, you know, more or less, I'm hearing a lot of people saying that Christian. Yeah, was just you know, and, and 
And the fact of the matter is, you know, if all else fails, at least we know, like, you know, the next Batman, he's going to be, like, you know, really, you know, badass. So, hey. I thought it was justified, but, I mean, he could have probably not had to use 50 million profanity words in his, in, in his speech. Yeah. Absolutely. But I was impressed. I was, that was actually kind of impressive, though. Like, you know, I've never heard the F-bomb drop so much. Way to go. The way he, yeah, the way he used it was, 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 was definitely classic. I don't know if you guys got to hear. Someone made, a like, a song with it. They, they did. It, it was on MySpace. It got over 200,000 yeah. hits in one day. What was bad about it, it was actually kind of catchy. It had a good beat. I was like, the production value is pretty good. <laughs> I know. I checked it out, man. That was I thought that was I thought it was tight. I really did. That's funny. But, yeah. But you know, I mean, he I th- I thought he I thought he was justified, but tone it down on S bombs, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You could have gotten the point across without having to drop all those words. Impressive. That's all I got to say. Yeah, impressive. He, he was definitely <laughs> slinging it like candy. That's for sure. <laughs> you you probably I, I, you wouldn't do anything like that, would you? You know what, man? I'm going to tell you what's so funny about me, and people will probably tell you this, like anyone that I've worked with, I get along with everybody, even the people that people have issues with. Like, oh, no, I, I had a great time working with so-and-so. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a people person, man, and I, I'm, I'm pretty – I have a high tolerance for, you know, you know, just people in general, like, you know, whether, you know, you're kind of odd or off the wall. And, you know, if I feel, you know, you're kind of, you know, weird or, you know, not within my circle, you know, I'll, I'll put some space between there, but – uh Unless I'm, unless uh, those are my lines. For the most part, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty mellowed out. Holy crap! You, you are for sure my brother from another mother. Because I swear, like, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> funny! Wow. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't say anything. I can't say that. There is no way. But you're see, there's get nothing me wrong with that, though. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You're not going to get me to lie like that. There is no way. I'm sorry. If I'm like that, I will man, tell you. With <laughs> me, it, just, it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to really, really, really get myself going. The one time, oh, my God, the one time that I got really, really pissed off, and I, I think I actually, yeah, damn, I did curse at him. I, uh, I, was in, I was at a movie, and I don't remember what, I, what movie was I going to see, but I wanted to see the movie really bad. I think I was at the Arclight Theater, which is like a very prestigious, like, you know, you, you buy your tickets, your seats are reserved. It's a great theater. But I'm sitting there, and there's this couple behind me, and they were just really, like, extra lovey-dovey in the theater, like, you know, just, you know, like, really snuggling up, and the girl kept kicking my seat. And I kept looking back, and I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to look back so she knows that she's kicking my seat and it's kind of bothering me, you know what I mean? So I'm doing that. She keeps kicking my seat. And so finally I turned around and said, hey, uh, you know, would you mind, you know, like not kicking my seat? And I was really nice. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Movie's going on. She keeps kicking my seat. And I can literally feel my ears getting, like, hot. They're getting really, really warm, and I'm like, and it's dark now, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, I have to say something. I have to say something. And I swing around. I said, if you don't stop kicking my effing seat. And the whole crowd like, was like, what? But she stopped. She did stop. And my ears cooled down, and I felt better. So I don't know. So maybe maybe that's what <laughs> Christian Bale needed. I don't know. My ears well, were I, 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 think, I think Christian Bale might take a, a few tips from our uh... – uh, well, he probably wouldn't know anything about what happened in Pennsylvania, but I'll just say uh, yeah. 
Well, you know, you, you said something like that and you were in the sea, but in our area, we basically have someone will come up behind you. If you are talking in a movie theater, they will shoot you. And he did. <laughs> you cracked me up too funny you said that. Because you're serious. He did. He, seriously, he, there, this, oh this guy was talking in the movie theater, and he actually took out a gun and shot him in the back of the head. Oh, my gosh. This is like no tolerance policy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think this was like last month. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Ramani, never. I don't want to leave will, my house. I will <laughs> never go to that theater. Please tell me where theater that is, because I'm never going there. I'll yeah, find yeah, it out. That, that never be some bad publicity for them. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, just make sure you wear bulletproof vest or something when you go to a movie. <laughs> And uh, if I mean seriously, especially when you see this movie Friday the Thirteenth, have protection. I mean, really, <laughs> you're gonna need it, especially now. But I, I think I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. I'm I'm all oh for my. I'm all for oh my. Glad you, I'm I'm glad you guys are on board, man. I'm I'm really really excited about it. I mean, it's it's gonna be by far the biggest commercial like you know pop movie that I've done, and it's gonna hopefully like you know like make, you know, big money opening weekend and kick kick open a lot of doors as far as the industry is concerned. So I'm I'm patiently waiting. Oh, I'm sure. Hopefully hopefully it beats Paul, uh, whatever that, that mall cop movie, whatever that is, that's oh, Paul Blart. Blart. I hope yeah. it beats that. That's my only hope. That's all. You know, all you're I not a Paul Barter? You're not a Blarter? No. They beat My Bloody Valentine. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? 3D horror things flying at you in the screen for, for that? What? Blame the kids, man. Blame the children. I know. I Blame know. the children. <laughs> Should have made the movie PG-13. Come on now. Blame the children. <laughs> that's true. The They're the ones buying the tickets. Yep, that's dragging the parents. I mean, that, that's how it works. That, that's the business, man. It does. It sucks <laughs> them in. Definitely true. Blame the kids, man. But at least <laughs> it did do well in the box office. Give it that much, but still. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I gotta worry about. Very true. Well, listen, man. I can't believe the half hour is like went bye bye. Oh wow! <laughs> it did. I mean, wow, that's crazy. And what did Don't he talk about in the last in the last thirty minutes? What did he say? <laughs> right? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And I've lost like 120 calories as we've been doing. How cool is that, right? <laughs> it just raked in 20 more million. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Funny. Well, hey, it was so awesome talking to you. And definitely tell us again, if you haven't already heard, when does your movie come out? It comes out Friday the 13th. Uh, we have 12 a.m. screening starting Thursday at 12 a.m. So if you're a diehard fan, go see it then. Valentine's Day weekend, go see it then. And uh, President's Day, which is Monday when nobody's at work, go see it again because it's that good and it's going to be great. Valentine's weekend, I think, is when you should see it because that's when you should bring your girlfriend. And you know how they like to cuddle up on you guys. And take the back of the seat of Arlen, yeah, while I'm watching the movie. That's what you do. (laughs) (laughs) Kick the back of the seat. You just don't kick the back of the seat of that guy that will shoot people. But (laughs) you didn't hear that from me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, man. Did you have fun? Definitely, man. You guys are the best. Thanks, thanks again for letting me vent and get some of that stuff off my chest. I feel, I feel a lot better now. That's good. 
you need to come back and do that more often. If there's like an issue coming up, this is the show to do it. Oh, cool. Sounds good. I'm almost done with my practice, so I'll call you guys by April 15th and we'll uh, we'll chat it up again. <laughs> okay. Good. Good there luck you with go. Everything. We'll definitely talk to you later. Oh, right. So, right. Girl, you know, I always I always ask whenever our guest goes, when are we on next? I'm excited because our next you know next one's actually a reality show star, from what I heard. Correct? Yes. Well, I actually, that's a good thing that um, I want to actually ask you something. Yes. Are you what able you... to do a show earlier that same day? What day is that again? You need to remind me. Tuesday. I like you're asking me on the air. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> this is usually the conversation we have whenever we're like, you know, it's like off air. On but the hey, side, cool. but we're now going to be doing this on oh, the air. Totally cool. yeah. It's going to be a two minutes to fill. We'll we're, not, we're not giving anything away. But exactly. are you okay. able to do a show on Tuesday at 3 in the afternoon? At 3? Yeah, I'm sure I can do that. I'm pregnant. you got to come back to And you can call the host line and man the switchboard, right? Well, i got to make sure. i got to make sure that my internet's working good and I can, uh, I can work it. I have no you because you know technology hates me, so. Oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure it'll work. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I'm sure you'll be fine. So I'm going to schedule a show on that same day that we're going to have on Big Brother 10 winner Dan at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to schedule a show for 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Pacific, with one of my favorite ladies, Eileen Davidson. She'll be joining us. Awesome. She'll be back for her second visit. So I'll be setting that up and... Of course, Big Brother 10 winner Dan, also on that same day, same evening. And that is it. Cool. Well, you know what? As we always say here at BuzzFeed Radio, we're going to end the show. Get the I How did I mess that up? Get the latest buzz with BuzzFeed Radio. Thank you guys so much for listening. Also, I want to thank um, everyone who basically listened to today's show, all of today's show, which has been like an hour and a half of fun goodness. Cinderville, thank you for everything. Anytime. All right, you guys.